So hi, on the Good Noise Podcast, I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Austin from Limbs. And we're asking some questions today about their upcoming EP, Coma Year. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Thank you, man. Yeah, it's been great so far. We've been able to um, drop two singles from it, Spirit Breaker and the title track, Coma Year. And it's been overwhelmingly positive, man. We're excited to release the rest of it. And... Uh, See where it takes us. Hell yeah. Listen to the EP yeah. earlier. So fucking good. Bang. So, good. so hard, yeah. man. Yeah. Incredible. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any meaning behind the EP title or cover art? Yeah, definitely. So um, the title refers to, well, it's a bit of a double meaning. It definitely refers to the pandemic over the last, you know, two and a half years now at this point with what we dealt with as a band and myself personally. But it also specifically refers to uh, the year after I lost my dad in 2015, um, mm. that kind of dark period, that kind of numbness, that kind of just uncertainty, that whole year following his loss um, is was a coma year for me. You know, yeah. It just felt like I was in a, a daze. So it, it's got a bit of a double meaning, but that one being closer to heart for sure on Definitely. my end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, sorry for your loss. Yeah. Thank and, you. Um, sorry about thank that. you. Is there any meaning behind the cover art as well? Um, the cover art we were really drawn to. Um, it was all done from a series of photographs by um, an artist named Amber Paradis. Um, she was able to take some pictures for us on our last tour with Being as an Ocean and Capstan. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were they were already uh, done, so to speak. Uh, but we were really drawn to them uh, from a visual perspective. It just it felt representative of of what the ep entailed you know we we saw the art it kind of made us feel a certain type of way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we we felt a bond with it in, instantly oh yeah so we went with it yeah mm-hmm. uh so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the cp yeah man it was it was great um with our previous release only the lonely know a little three song ep we were really having a shift in the dynamic of the band where we were able to collectively write together. And um, with this most recent EP, Come A Year, um, we did, we broke it up over a couple of different writing sessions. Um, But yeah, it was, I could tell when we were in the studio and when we were writing together that we were all just like tunnel vision on this one. We knew what we wanted to do. Myself personally, I know that I was dealing with a lot at the time. There was a lot of things I was struggling with personally, and I knew I needed to get these things off my chest. So having the support of the rest of the guys in the band and them sharing that vision to, you know, kind of bring those things to the forefront and really just do the best job we possibly could, you know, lyrically, musically, you know, all the way around. Um, And thankfully we had a killer working environment. We recorded with Chris Wiseman, uh, who's Mm. in Currents and Shadow of Intent. Love that guy. Um, we recorded at his studio in New York, and um, it was sent off to Caleb from Beartooth to be mixed and mastered. Holy shit! So we really had a great. Yeah, yeah, I know. When okay. I when they told me, yeah, when they when they told me that you know Caleb wanted a, a helping hand in in bringing this EP to light, I was like, yeah, dude, one of my favorite bands. We've already played yeah. with them in the past. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, so having that team behind us too, on top of like I said, the vision that the rest of the guys and myself had uh, going into it, just made for an awesome record i think that's a real that's yeah. a really solid team front to back yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> wow okay 
so yeah I want, very excited when we learned about that 100 <laughs> percent, as you should be my god you said currents dude. and i was like i like currents yeah that's cool it's pretty yeah. cool you know so i want you to tell us your favorite lyric off the ep and the meaning behind it i think i mean it's probably the first line in the title track for coma year and it says now that you've left us all alone and scared we're bracing ourselves for a coma year instead and, um, you know, like we mentioned at the beginning, it, it holds a double meaning with the loss of my father. But I feel like those words really resonated with people when we released that track because we've all been through so much, you know, collectively, the whole world in the last couple of years with the pandemic. And I know I'm, I myself was feeling really down and uncertain at one point or another. But, you know, as a society, we've all gone through, you know, can I cuss on this podcast? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We've all gone through some shit in the Definitely. last couple of years. 100%. Um, but um, yeah, I, th- I feel like that's one of the most important lines on the record because I feel like that's one that people will hear and instantly be drawn to and be like, oh man, I really wasn't alone, you know, over the mm-hmm. last couple of years. Or if they were dealing with something else, I feel like that one just is, holds some gravity to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, so where was your headspace at while you were writing the CP? Yeah, it, I mean, each song on this release is about a different personal struggle or a story about something that I've been through, um, whether it be over the pandemic or, you know, since losing my dad in 2015. But I was I was really, like I said, for the rest of the guys, too, we were really just tunnel vision on this one. We knew, you know, what we wanted it to be about. We knew the direction we wanted to head with it. And I think we all, in our own sense, just hit the ground running with it. I know being in the vocal booth um, and tracking after we'd had the instrumentals done, feeling like it was just coming through naturally. Like we Mm -hmm. would finish a song um, and we would listen back to it and I'd start kind of laying out the the lyrical content for it in sections um, and just, you know, thinking to myself, wow, like I know what I want to say and maybe I don't know how to say it just yet. And then as I'm listening to the song, I'm like, Oh, it's, it's like a light bulb, you know, yeah. like having that music there in place. It just it felt natural knowing what I wanted to write about and seeing it just kind of come to light. I don't want to say it was easy because it was definitely not easy being able to, you know, share that part of myself so openly because yeah. um, I, I do struggle with that a lot. And but by the time we were done, being able to step back and hear it with the words put together with the music, I, I you know, it felt right. That's good. Yeah. I'm very happy yeah, to hear that. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So how do you recommend your fans to listen to this EP for the first time? Should they play it in the car with friends, talk with headphones on? Should they blast at a party? What do you personally recommend? Honestly, and this is just my, um, you know, this is my process for getting into a new record. I would say the first time, if you're really invested in the release, is to, you know, maybe hang out on the couch one afternoon by yourself. Throw some good headphones in so you can hear everything. And really just dive in, you know, maybe have the lyrics pulled up on your phone as you're listening to follow along and um, go track by track, you know, just go front to back and hopefully you hit the repeat button at the end of it, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it definitely will. I totally would have hit the repeat <laughs> right. button today if we didn't have 9 million nice. interviews after this. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, you've got time. You've got time. Yep. Uh, so this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe the CP for new listeners in three words, no more, no less heartfelt heavy and cathartic 
Yeah. yeah those are perfect. Those are, yeah, those are perfect. Well done. I didn't rehearse that, I swear. Are you sure? It seemed like yeah, you did. No, Pinky from Those came no. off okay. good. Yeah, exactly. Well, too perfect. You said quick. You said quick. Yeah, we did. We did. So, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want your listeners to have while going through this EP? I mean, I don't want people to be sad listening to it, but it, it might happen a little bit. I mean, they are sad songs but i mean at the same time with the subject matter at hand like i want the listener to understand that that's a place that i once was and that i'm not now so mm -hmm. i want them to take it as a you know a form of healing uh, and if they do the same thing i did listening back to it these songs you know for me are a form of therapy and it offers yeah. any sort of you know solace or comfort to the listener i'm all for that i, I hope that's what they get from it yeah hell yeah yeah Oh yeah. Uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this EP? Honestly, man, I know it sounds cheesy, but just being in a room with all of my friends and my bandmates, you know, bringing this to light, you know, we all, we all live in different States, so we don't get to see each other as often as we'd like. Um, mm -hmm. You know, really the only time we're all together is if we're, writing or on tour and you know before writing this record obviously with the pandemic and everything it had been shit you know two years almost mm -hmm. since we had seen each other or at least all been together in a room so I think the best memory from the whole process is that first day when we all met up and we all just like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Back, you know yeah so um, yeah that's that's definitely not one to forget hell yeah no. i i can definitely tell because we we interviewed you guys about like back when that last cp was kind of rolling out and it was the five mm -hmm. of you guys and i could tell like in a room you guys have just a fucking blast because we had a <laughs> yeah. blast just sitting yeah. in with you oh, guys having yeah. a fucking blast yeah so, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah man and that's you know that's like that's the kind of energy we try to bring on stage too is like we try to just have as much fun as possible every night because like if we're not having fun together then like How's everybody else going to have a good time? You know, True. <laughs> got a point. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So for this question, I want you to picture you're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. You're going in. What is your snack of choice? <sighs> I mean, all the junk food, honestly, like I've been trying <laughs> to get better, but um, my go-to is probably like a bag of, I mean, if we're in the South, I'll go get boiled peanuts because Oh, okay. Love boiled peanuts. I don't know. Where are you guys located at? I'm in Jersey. And I'm in Virginia. You're in Jersey. Mm -hmm. Well, Virginia may have boiled peanuts. I don't know. Have you guys ever had them? I mean, we're like the capital of the South, unfortunately. So yeah. I think so. I think I've seen them. <laughs> okay. I've just, I don't understand it. I always go for like roasted peanuts. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Yeah. So like if I'm in the South, boiled peanuts and a sweet tea for sure, just because I'm a, I'm a good old Florida boy and I can't help it. Uh, but if we're up north, I'll definitely just get like uh, some Reese's cups or whatever candy I'm feeling that day, and then a giant bottle of water. All right, sounds good. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, simple. Yeah, simple. Yeah. Not too. But good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be, and why? If the band was a dish, yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Probably be a gigantic like brick oven pizza with like every topping under the sun and even the ones you don't want like one half of the pizza will have like pineapple and jalapenos and pepperoni and bacon and all the good stuff and the other half will have like weird shit like m&ms and marshmallows and twizzlers yeah that but sounds fucked up. 
So yeah, yeah, it's probably every topping under the sun if if we had to be classified as food. <laughs> so like wow. every every topping from the pizza shop and then the ice cream store down the street, they gave you Pretty other much. toppings as well. That's fucked up. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, and like and just to break it down further, I feel like Jordan, our guitar player, would be the pineapple because he loves pineapple on pizza for some ungodly <laughs> I mean, reason. As he should. It's great. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah, that's where I got to get off the podcast. Go. God <laughs> fucking damn This is where it ends. <laughs> yeah. No, he uh, he always goes pepperoni and pineapple. Um, oh, God. And then... Me too. Me too. God. You and him well, get along really okay. well. So he's not, we he's not the only one then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Clump just goes straight cheese. Um, but Tyler is where the weird toppings come into play. I've seen that dude eat some interesting combinations on tour. And I love him for it because, like, he's... You never know what he's going to do, and God bless him. But, like, <laughs> I remember being on tour, and he was dipping. Oh, God, what was it? It was, like, I don't even think it was chips. or No, yeah, it was, like, salt and vinegar chips, and he mm-hmm. was dipping them into, like, broccoli cheddar soup he got from the gas station. <laughs> well, like, they sell that at a dude. gas station? That's-, <laughs> That's what I said. That's what I said. But, like, I love him for it because he's just got no boundaries. He's like, yeah, yeah. this will go to good together and just just mash food together. I love him for it, though. Yeah. <laughs> have you a, tried any? Of, have you tried any of his creations? Have you been like, okay, you know what? I'll I take I'll take a chip. I haven't. I've been too afraid, but I, I should probably be more open about it. I should probably support him a bit more in his decision making. So yeah, yeah. maybe I will on this next tour. <laughs> be cautious though, because his stomach might be you know more used to that mm-hmm. stuff. You don't want to accidentally mm-hmm. have a chip with. God, what 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 soup was that? Broccoli cheddar. Broccoli, broccoli cheddar. cheddar? Yeah. I, gas station broccoli cheddar soup. I, that worries me. It wasn't me. even hot. It wasn't even hot. It was like <gasps> room temperature. <soup. laughs> you know, he sounds like the best kind of guy to have on tour because he's super resourceful. He really like, is. Like yeah, if you have really just two is. random things, he's like, yeah, I'll fucking eat. The, I'll put them together. I don't give a exactly. fuck. I'll make like, a meal. So. Yeah. He is, he is a golden ray of sunshine that wakes us all up way too early every morning. <laughs> yeah. At least you won't miss anything. That's good. <laughs> no. <laughs> My God. Uh, so for these last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Great. So if you could become one animal for the rest of your life, which animal would be and why? Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That if is. I had to be an animal rest of my life and why you know honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna give the stereotypical florida answer and i'm gonna say alligator yeah yeah i'm gonna say alligator because like nobody really fucks with them at all Mm -mm. like they don't have any natural predators and they can live to be like 200 yeah Mm -hmm. and they really just like all they do is like sunbathe all day and swim and that's like pretty much half my life being here in florida anyway so it'd be be a natural move yeah yeah alligator Right. That's yeah, good. For sure. That's good. a very good yeah. pick. Yeah. Um, so, if you could have lunch with any celebrity or artist, dead or alive, who would it be, and why? Oh, they're they're they have to be alive. Okay. Oh, dead, dead or alive. alive. Oh, yeah. dead or alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely Hunter S. Thompson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he unfortunately has passed away long since, but uh, he's probably my favorite author. Um, I don't know if you guys have gotten into any of his work at all, but like. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the original writer for that. But uh, he was a wild dude. I would just love to just pick his brain because I'm a bit of an English nerd as well. So 
I really enjoy literature and his writing style and just his kind of no holds barred type of attitude with everything was was always a a drawing characteristic to me. So yeah, wish I could have dinner with him. That'd be that'd be pretty wild. I bet. That'd be oh, yeah. pretty sick. All right. Yeah. Uh, so for this last question, boom, you're on a deserted island. You can bring one movie, one person, and one album. Who and what are you bringing? Bringing my wife for mm-hmm. sure because she's my best friend. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that's cheesy, but it's true. Um, <laughs> let's see, one movie. Mm, I probably bring. Uh, uh, it's it's a tie. It's either Step Brothers oh, or. True. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, because I watch those two way too much. <laughs> All yeah. right. That's fair. I've seen it like a thousand times. And as far as albums, yeah, no question. Uh, Juturna by Circus Survive. Ooh, that's okay. still, that's still, yeah, that's still one record that I can listen to over and over and over and not get sick of. And it's like 15 years old at this point. So. Oh, that's awesome. I love yeah. That. Hell yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, so as Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Yeah. Um, for everybody who's watching and listening, um, we're about to go out on tour with Grey Haven and the Callus Dowboys starting June 3rd. Um, that's going to be a sick run. You can get tickets at whoislimbs.com or anywhere on our socials. Uh, hit us up at whoislimbs on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We made a TikTok now because we're trying to stay young. <laughs> Gotta so, stay relevant and uh, hip in the music up. industry. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, coma year, June 24th. Go pre-save it on Apple Music and Spotify and we'll see you when it comes out. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Uh, well, thank you for now. This has been Austin from Limbs and we have been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>